Some 275 young people converged at Chicago's Ashland Auditorium on Saturday evening, November 20, 1943, to attend the reminiscent dance of relocation days. The soiree was billed as the area's first large-scale public event exclusively catering to second-generation Japanese Americans. All were recent arrivals to the Midwest, having left the WRA's internment camps as participants in the federal government's resettlement program, and eager to reunite with old friends and forge new acquaintanceships. A palpable tension marred the highly anticipated affair, however, as Nisei Zutsuders, commonly referred to as Pachuki and Yogori, appeared in droves. Noticing the sneers on the faces of the stags, one young man worried, I kept thinking all the time that I was dancing that I would get beaten up because I refused to let them cut in on my partner. Those fellows got very ugly about this, and it was an experience that I never want to go through again. Many of the female partygoers likewise disapproved. I didn't like the crowd at all because it seemed cheap, said one. The people I saw were mostly the rowdy type. I didn't see any fellow there that looked like he had any ambition. The dance didn't look nice at all. Another confirmed. A lot of Yogores had been drinking, and you could smell it all around the room. The cops were there because everybody was anticipating trouble. The threat of impending conflict shot through subsequent resettler gatherings. Some of the Los Angeles guys carry knives, and they are always waiting to gang up on somebody, surmised a zoot suitor who frequented the city's Nisei party circuit. One of these days, somebody is going to get hurt. One woman articulated her discomfort at having a stranger cut in during her turn on the floor. I didn't know him and didn't want to dance with him, and when my partner tried to continue dancing, the other boy threatened him she recounted. I didn't want to create a scene, so I consented to dance with the stranger. I'm never going to another dance like that again. In response, event organizers took steps to keep rowdy elements at bay. The sponsors of a fate held at the Loop YWCA in November 1944 recruited the Chicago WRA office staff to chaperone and sold tickets in advance to deter spontaneous party crashers. To resettlement coordinators and many resettlers themselves, the unsavory habits of these rowdy elements jeopardized much more than the attendance and ambiance on social occasions. Yogore hazarded liberals' plans for repairing the damage to Japanese-American citizenship wrought by the internment, especially the redistribution of internees throughout the United States, so that they might fade into the white middle class. From the perspective of federal authorities, Resettlement presented the chance for Nikkei to abandon their injurious typecasting as enemy Japs if they conformed to the default settings of legitimate American citizenship. By embracing orthodox social conventions, normative masculinity and femininity, and reputable heterosexuality alongside explicit avowals of patriotism, Japanese Americans could convincingly exhibit their fitness for inclusion into the national community. Flaunting the flamboyant fashions and irreverent comportment typically associated with Mexican-American and African-American youths, Yogore imperiled this objective by spurning mainstream society's standard of decorum. With no less than the post-war rehabilitation of Japanese-American citizenship hanging in the balance then, the WRA and its partner agencies embarked on a mission to eradicate all trappings of zoot-suit culture among resettlers. Visual signs, pompadours and ducktails, Drapes, consisting of broad-shouldered, long-fingertip coats tapered at the ankles, pleated pegged pants, wide-brimmed hats, and watch fobs, and behavioral indicators, alcohol consumption, casual sex, loafing, 
and other conduct deemed highly problematic, if not anti-American. As the focus of this policing endeavor, the Pachuki ultimately served as a constitutive element of Japanese-American identity and community formation at a time when the future of Nikkei remained indeterminate. In Chicago, the most popular destination for resettlers, Japanese-Americans had numbered just under 400 on the war's eve. More resettlers were drawn to that metropolis above others for its size, plentiful employment opportunities, and comparative lack of anti-Oriental feeling. By 1946-47, their population peaked at 20,000, with scores of ethnic organizations servicing this influx, a surprising growth considering that the federal government had actively discouraged ethnic networks from taking root in the city.